deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. It's time once again to jump right into the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. It's August 16th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Young Thug, pop singer Madonna, timeless beautiful actress Angela Bassett, and singer J.T. Taylor of Cool in the Game. Today on the national calendar is National Roller Coaster Day, National Rum Day, and National Tell-A-Joke Day. On this date in history, the first U.S. postage stamp designed by a black artist, George Olden, was placed on sale on August 16, 1963. The theme this month is Action in August. You are encouraged to get off the sidelines and get on the field. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Well done is always better than well said. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor, or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to today's T's tidbits and my review of the news. R&B singer Kenny Lattimore and Judge Faith Jenkins are expecting their first child. The pair were married in late 2020, and we congratulate the happy couple. The city of Sacramento has reportedly reached a settlement with the parents of Stephon Clark, who was shot and killed by police in 2018. Under the terms of the agreement, the city will pay Clark's parents $1.7 million in an agreement that will bring an end to legal action. Some of you may have heard of the horrific crash in L.A. that killed six. The driver has been identified as Nicole Linton, an ICU nurse. She has reportedly been involved in 13 previous wrecks. She's charged with six counts of murder, five counts of vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence. She is under $9 million bond and is facing life in prison. And on a brighter note, U.S. Marine Corps Lieutenant General Michael Langley was promoted to the rank of general in a ceremony this past Saturday, becoming the first black four-star general in the military branch's 246-year history. And while we celebrate this accomplishment, it still makes me pause to think that in 2022, we are still experiencing firsts such as these. As with many other diseases, it has officially been reported that monkeypox is disproportionately affecting people of color. In the span of a week, the Knoxville Fire Department said they responded to 61 overdoses. That's a call about an overdose around every three hours. The number includes calls from August 5th through August 12th. Finally, the FBI raided former President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, where they recovered top secret documents. 
Once again, we shall wait to see how this plays out. But Trump supporters are out here cutting up. They have made threats to the FBI and law enforcement. And I personally don't think this is going to turn out well. They said armed Trump supporters are protesting outside the FBI office in Phoenix. They had signs saying to abolish the FBI. Wait, what? Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With T.
I am extra excited today, listeners, because I have back with us none other than the know-it-all, Professor Jay, which is perfect timing as August is back to school month, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. So it's good to have the team back together. I know people are waiting for our annual back-to-school chat as well as trending news and hot topics. But first, I need to ask Jay about something disturbing I read in his neck of the woods. Right there in Memphis, a mother and daughter were arrested and they're facing charges for allegedly driving children around to commit armed robberies. Had you seen this story, Jay? You know what? I had not seen it, so fill me in. Well, it started on August 7th, and they were targeting victims. They were using guns. Now, the first one on August 7th, they actually shot the male victim in the left arm, and he was at a laundromat, and they stole his phone. And then on the 9th, they was, the police responded to a robbery, and the victim said a man and woman got out of a car, approached him, demanded money. He wasn't hurt, but they took his phone. And then on the 10th, there were two reports for robberies, but the victim got a picture of the license plate, and I'm going to fast forward to the fact that the police caught up with them, and it was two 14-year-old boys. And then they admitted, along with the women, that they had given them guns and kind of encouraged them and set them up to commit these robberies. I'm like, that 14 years old, what grade are you in? Um, you even, are you maybe starting high school, maybe? Yeah, ninth grade. Okay, so you need to be in the schoolhouse, not out here committing these armed robberies. You you really should. And running these dates back, um, if this happened in my neck of the woods, like you said, uh, this is coming up on back to school. So you're right. They should technically be preparing to go to school or be sitting in somebody's class. And so who's at fault? You know, I tend to want to blame the majority of this on the adults who provided them with the weapons and kind of encouraged them or guided them in these armed robberies. But at 14, are you old enough to say no and say, uh-uh, I'm not going to be a part of this foolishness or what? It's a, it's, it's a bit of a, a, of a sticky situation mm-hmm. because one would hope that a 14-year-old is, smart enough to some degree to be able to speak for him or herself, but at the same time, they're still they're still children and having worked with teenagers, there's still a large degree of immaturity at that age, and they want to uh, impress adults, and they still want to please adults, and uh, so it would be still kind of difficult for them to say no. And then there's always the the repercussions if they were to say no, if they were to refuse to participate in these criminal acts, what could possibly happen to them? Pam, mm. what do you think? I'm not sure because do we know for sure that they were robbing or were they doing like back to school round up? Or- no, Pam, they held a gun at the victims and stole phones and wallets. Now, what is this roundup of which you speak? I'm trying to figure out what they needed the phones for because anybody, well, never mind. I was going to say anybody with good sense, but never mind. I, that's, not, that's all I have. <laughs> and clearly, well, you, you brought up an interesting point. You said anybody with good sense. So clearly, one of the parties, if not both, mm-hmm. 
does not have good sense, whether it's the adult or I submit to you the child. So there's a lack of sense somewhere. We've established that. Lacking. Lacking sense. Exactly. Listeners, as promised, since we have Professor J.M.P. Alpam with us for our annual back-to-school tips and strategies, we want students to have a successful school year. We're going to keep it 100. We're going to shoot it straight with no chaser. At least I am. And what I always say, and I'm going to start again with the fact that school is not a surprise. That's the way of life here, at least in the United States. School-age children are expected to go to school. It happens every year. There are tools and supplies needed to be successful in school. I get wanting to have fresh gear. You want to be fly. But can we just put a little bit into getting some pens, pencils, papers, binders? What else they need, Jay? Well, um, you did say the basics, the pens, the paper, the pencils. And with a, a lot of districts coming out of the virtual year, a lot of schools, a lot of districts are supplying some type of electronic device, whether that's an iPad or a laptop of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would, I would advise families to make sure that you take care of those electronic devices, whether it is the iPad, whether it is the laptop, uh, because those are tools for learning, not for you to sit up and watch Netflix and order all your Amazon items Ouch. and, you know, from, from Shine and uh, Fashion Nova and all of that. So definitely make sure that you take yeah, care you of those. Yeah, you're so petty. Advice. I'm just saying. <laughs> and when your child says that he or she needs to use that device to do homework, let the child have the device to do the homework <laughs> because the teacher doesn't want to hear, well, my mama, my mama didn't let me use the computer because she's ordering her outfit for the weekend. <laughs> or, we, or we were watching movies on Hulu and I couldn't do my project. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is because I am sure Somewhere in somebody's house in some zip code, that is true. It's 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 the truth. It's the truth. So, in addition to the basics, you get in a lot of districts. You have the technology. Families take care of the technology. It's not a toy. It's a tool. Oh, and so Jay, exactly. while you're talking about technology, so another thing, um, parents, and I know times get hard, but don't pawn the kids. Um, laptops or the iPads or sell them or any of that, it is not your property to do that with. Technically, it belongs to the school system. It is on loan to your child. As Jay said, it is actually provided to do schoolwork. And a lot of these devices do have tracking uh, mechanisms on them. Mm. So you don't want to get caught slipping. Pam, is there anything else we missed, Dr. Liz? Well, I just want to say that if you have gotten a PPP, a BBL, or even a STD, don't be up in them back to school free supply lines. And good night. I have no words. Mm. You know but we did say. This segment, <laughs> this segment was going wonderfully until. <laughs> 
<laughs> we did say straight with no chaser. Um, okay, let's get back to if I can find my place. Oh, yes, Jay. Any more tips and strategies for students and parents to be successful this school year? Pam, we're going to be back in two minutes. A long minute. <laughs> make, make sure your child is on time for school every day. I know first period can be a doozy, particularly for high school students. Make sure that you keep up with when those parent-teacher conferences are. Make sure your school has the correct phone numbers and email addresses and that you update them regularly because what you don't want is that surprise at the end of the year. And you come up to the school saying, well, I didn't know my child had this grade. Well, ma'am, the teacher has been trying to call you all year. Sir, the teacher has been trying to email you all year. The school has been attempting, attempting to contact you, but the number in the system is incorrect. If you got to change your phone number for whatever reason, make sure you change that to school, too. All right, so something else I want to throw in there, and we mentioned about Pam said some things, and along those lines, unless you plan to be in the 1% of the population that successfully makes it as a model, we're going to need you to put some energy into more than being cute. The next thing is, and Jay, I think you're going down this path, don't be a stranger to people who are dealing with your child. Everybody needs to be on a team. And now we know there are things that sometimes go left. People aren't perfect, so you're going to run into somebody that may need some little attention to make sure they stay on track with your child. You make sure that you're involved enough not to be surprised. Report cards have been coming out since the Flintstone ages when they used to write it on those little tablets. We get report cards. We get progress, so you should not be surprised at how your child is doing. We need to be insistent on making sure all students have the right to learn from quality teachers and quality schools. Students should see themselves and their experiences and their curriculum, all the things that we want for all kids. That being said, I'm going to flip the script back while we're keeping it 100. Parents, if your child cuts a fool at home, more than likely, they're going to do the same thing at school. So don't come here in the schoolhouse going off acting like your child is an angel. Well, you know good and doggone well they off the chain. Jay, have you experienced such, Pam? Have you witnessed it? Or am I off beat here? Oh, no. You, 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 you on point. You on point. Well, he doesn't do that at home, ma'am. A line wonder you are. And so is he. <laughs> What'd you say, Jay? A line wonder you are. And so I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, you have to. Uh, I know everybody wants to think their kids are little angels when they leave in the mornings and go into the schoolhouse, but you just have to come to terms with it that sometimes little Johnny boy, he's just – He's the same as he is at home, just like you said, Tanisha. You know, I had to come to terms with I had one. <laughs> I'm <you>. sorry. <laughs> a 
that used to act a plum fool at a school that his granny worked at too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said self, and I knew I was talk. I knew I was talking to myself because I said, "Huh, Pam." <laughs> <laughs> See, we've been apart too long, and I <laughs> carry on. I said, "Don't be blaming them, them teachers. Don't be blaming them. Just, just accept the fact that he be in there cutting up. That, that's what you should have to do. Take it up with your child at home, but don't be going off on the teachers or administrators and all that." And there may be times when you do need to, but we're just asking you to reflect and be honest with yourself. You know, and another thing, don't go off on the teacher for failing to teach your child because they bring home bad grades. When you have let them play video games and do other activities after school, you hadn't seen them do a bit of homework. You hadn't seen them study for a not narrow. That means none. A test. And so that's all a part of the education process. You need to help your child set some priorities and focus on the importance of a good education because year after year, semester after semester, Jay tells us these stories about kids needing their grades to be brought up at the last minute. And listen, I, I came here to say this. Again, as I said earlier, most districts are out of that totally virtual mode. Many districts are totally in person. So with that being said, the years of grace have ended, and we are back to business as usual. So there are very few grace cards that are being handed out at this point in the game. Grace cards. Is that what you said? Grace cards. Grace cards. (laughs) Not many left. Not many left. There are very few. Okay. Well, all that being said, the Talking with Tea team truly wants you and your child to experience a very successful school year. Stay on top of all that you need to know. Stay in communication with the school. Make sure, again, that you have a relationship with people who are spending time with your child. And as the adult and the provider, you have a right to question your child, help them set priorities, and insist on them doing the things that they need to do. Now, while we're on the topic of schools, before we go, I want to share a story about a Florida teacher. He quit his new job at an elementary school in Pensacola this past Tuesday after a school district employee allegedly removed pictures of black leaders from his bulletin board. First of all, and I'm just going to put a pause, you don't touch anybody else's bulletin board. That is like personal property to educators. But anyway, Michael James said that the images included depictions of Martin Luther King Jr., Harriet Tubman, Colin Powell, and George Washington Carver. James, the teacher, actually, he's white. He said he chose those pictures to inspire and motivate his students who are predominantly black. The school district employee, whom he identified as a behavior analyst, said that these pictures were age inappropriate for his K-5 students. Now, you, you all can help. I'm going to finish the story, but then you all can help me understand how these pictures are considered to be age inappropriate. Maybe I'm too far removed from that age group to understand that. Um, these folks are making me so tired, but I applaud Mr. James for standing for his principles and for his initial efforts in motivating his black students. 
Agreed. And I'm still trying to figure out how the pictures are age inappropriate. Well, I thought you might know, you know, as a current educator and dealing in a time when there's a lot of debate over what's appropriate to teach our kids, whatnot, but pictures of black prominent people to inspire black kids. How is that wrong? It's not because given that age group, most of them are going to ask, who is that on the board? That's mm-hmm. perfect time to teach the children who those people are. And perhaps they'll be inspired to go home and ask their parents, who is Colin Powell? Who is Martin Luther King? Who is this person? Who's that person? Or they may use those laptops, those iPads that the school has issued to do some additional research, to go on Google and find out more themselves. And like you mentioned about being inspired, once they hear the story and we plant the seeds, maybe they would want to be a leader, a scientist, an educator, whatever. Like, I just don't get it. But he said, Mr. What's his name? James said he don't have that to do. He politely said he quit. Well, I just know if you touch my bulletin board, as hard as I work on them, and bulletin boards are the bane of my existence as a professional educator anyway, if you touch <laughs> my bulletin boards, it's going to be a problem anyway. So, yeah. Got it. And I remember being in third grade, and I asked my third grade teacher about her bulletin board because it didn't have any of us on it. Mm-hmm. And she said, and I quote, why should we put them up there? They're dead. And then mm-hmm. me being me, I'm talking. Even then. Even then, I said, self. And self said, what? What little Pam? <laughs> and I, I, and I and I said, so are them up there. But you continue to talk about them white folks all the time. The next thing I heard was, that was my desk going to the hall. And little me was following it. Well, you know what? In some classrooms, some schools, we've come a long way. In many places, we have a long way to go. I think the message I would like to leave with the listeners, with the community, is that we are a village. And whatever it takes, whatever we need to do to be collectively responsible for making sure that our kids are educated and receive the academic proficiency so that they can be successful, we want to do that. Now we're going to check out one of my favorite comedians bringing humor through the classroom, Eddie B. Comedy. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. Okay, class, I need to run a few things by you. When I say sit down, I mean sit down. Please don't wait for me to have to sit you down. That would be a tough set of circumstances. Watch how you respond to me when I ask you a question because the right answer in the wrong octave will be considered disrespect. So I'll just pose the question like Kanye. What's it going to be? Dessert or disaster? I'm bad or louder, smarter, and sneakier than you. If you get away with something, it's because I let you. If you decide to fight in my class, you better save your energy because you got another one coming. I ain't gonna hit you. I'm gonna just break it up as rough as possible. And if you tell on me, I'm gonna just tell them I was practicing crisis prevention protocol. You are a child, so please try your best to stay in the child's place. I would hate to have to try you as an adult. It'll be a rougher sentence. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So if you do bad unto others, you get the picture. As I quote Toby Newigway, try Jesus, don't try me. The clock ain't the only thing with hands in this classroom. I ain't always been saved. I still got a few glitches in my teacher Christianity. I 
am the law, period. Taking my kindness for weakness has consequences. You are no longer online. You're all mine. Hey, let's have a great year. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation. Remember where you heard the word, keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With T.